Hello, my friends, and welcome again. I'm Paul White. It's the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 10th day of July, and we are in 2 Timothy, working our way through Paul's final letter, his final prison letter to the Apostle Paul. And by prison, I simply mean that's where he is. He's in prison, and he's actually facing execution, and uh, we have no reason to believe he wrote anything else of significance past this letter because he's that close to that execution. It's a quite a remarkable uh, little letter from one veteran of grace to a young Timothy who has been down the road for quite a while with Paul, especially based upon their journeyings, the book of Acts and other such places. But he, like any of us, needs a little more advice, a little um, a little guidance. Let, this is probably a good time to, to bring this out. Um, I, I sort of unofficially mentor a lot of people, and I say unofficially because I don't I'm not crazy about the the sort of official official mentorships. They seem as if they could easily take the place of the Holy Spirit. Um, let me explain myself. Uh, <laughs> I think that. Um, when someone, I get people who email the ministry or message us and want some sort of relationship, and I try as much as possible to take those down the road towards maybe exchange an email or um, just see what they hear their testimony, how they encountered us. You gotta, you kind of gotta filter because in the digital age, you don't know who you're talking to, and you don't always know motive. So I try to be careful with that. And then as those relationships develop, and then maybe you, it ends up being one where you minister in someone's church, you spend a little time in their life, you get to know them a little bit, and so you get more comfortable. They get more comfortable with you asking questions. So I have a lot of those relationships. Some of the men in those relationships are older than me, and and some of them are younger than me. And I'm noticing as I now in my mid 40s, I'm picking up more of the younger ministers who want to talk and ask questions. And that's great. And I love it. But I also know that we have this mentality that we need a mentor. We need somebody sort of above us that's been down the road that can shape us. I think that the Holy Spirit is our mentor. I think that's why he's a paracletos, one who walks alongside of us. But I do believe that we have people Human beings, be be religious about it if you want, call them brothers and sisters in the faith, in our faith family, who are meant to enter our lives for a season. They are to help us grow. They are to help us understand some things. They are to help us change some things. They are to help us wrestle some things out. Sometimes they're ministers that we never meet. We just listen to or watch and follow their ministry. Sometimes they're close friends. Sometimes they're family members. And then we move on because the season changes and we aren't in the same place we used to be. And that's why that's another reason why I'm not a huge fan of mentorships. I don't call myself a mentor to any of these guys. But I do believe I'm in their life for a season and they're in mine for a season. And maybe that season is decades. Maybe it's the rest of our lives. There's no rhyme or reason as to when that season starts and stops. That's the work of your true mentor the Holy Spirit. This is why we've all encountered a ministry that speaks to us or a, an author or a sermon or whatever, and we're really drawn to it and we're drawn to them and they teach us and they feed us. And then we 
suddenly aren't that drawn anymore to them. They didn't do anything wrong. They didn't change. They didn't uh, disappoint. We just, the leaves change on the tree and we move on. Where we mess up is when we think that because we moved on, we've outgrown them. Or because we've moved on, they're in a different space than us. Or they're going a different direction we are. That's not necessarily true. It's just that your real mentor, the Holy Spirit, has other things for you to learn because you're you. And it might be someone else's voice that helps you to do that. Um, That doesn't mean we don't keep going back to some people over and over because they've become familiar. They've become family. They've become, uh, and that might be why family and familiar share a very common root because we are familiar enough that they become sort of a spiritual family to us. I think that's happened with some of you and with us, this ministry. We've probably spoken different things to you at different seasons, but we've become familiar. And thus, in some invisible spiritual way, we've become family. And that's important. I don't know where Paul and Timothy's relationship were. I don't really think of it as mentor-mentee. He was probably a little more of a spiritual father and Timothy a little more of a spiritual son. But no doubt they went through seasons, maybe even rough patches. And we go through seasons as well. And so if you are the on the, the receiving end of an of a individual's gift or ministry... Receive it as a gift that the Holy Spirit has introduced you to, but don't receive it as if they are your Savior, and don't receive it as if they are permanent. At the same time, if you keep getting fed, don't feel as if you have to move on. Keep feeding where the Holy Spirit provides the fresh bread. And here's the thing that I've had to learn. When you do move on, and, you, and in many cases you will, Don't abandon the people that you poured so much into. The Holy Spirit recently dealt with me in that very situation. I had fed from a ministry, and I had had a personal relationship with the minister. And I honestly think we had fed from one another. But the season shifted, and no doubt in both of our lives, but certainly in mine, to where I was on a different track, a different in some ways, not we're still serving the same Jesus. We're still excited about the same things, but our lives diverted. And I moved on with my life and picked up the things I pick up and wrestled the things I wrestle with. And the Holy Spirit one morning dealt with me and said, I want you to contact that individual and I want you to apologize because they don't know, perhaps, that it wasn't personal. It wasn't that they did something or they made you mad or whatever, um, but that you just had a different season in life. But tell them you love them, that you respect them, that you champion them, and that you appreciate them. And I did. And it wasn't hard to do because I my heart was in it. I wasn't like the Holy Spirit was taskmastering me going, you better do this. My heart was in doing it. And the individual was so kind and said, this made my day. This blessed me so much. Thank you for sharing this and and released me from my end of it. 
And maybe that is something that someone, even as you listen to this, you're thinking, "Uh uh-oh, I need to do that with so-and-so because we've had a different season, we've moved on. But I want to make sure that we're still good because just because I've had a different season doesn't mean they understand that. And they might. But there is sometimes the work that we have to do on our side. Listen, I did not intend to share this. I intended to get into the rest of 2 Timothy 1, verse 10. It's been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. We're going to do that more tomorrow, particularly that part about death. And I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.